My beautiful girls, yes, it's Christmas and you might be alone, but you're definitely not lonely. Today, we're going to talk about how to counter that with our guest host, Chloe Spencer. What's up, what's up, what's up, my girls? Hey, I am excited, y'all, because we are back with Girl Talk with Jay Marie. Yes, y'all, I'm Jay Marie, your host, and it is Girl Talk, but a wise man is going to want to listen. And today, I have a very special guest here. She is going to be our guest co-host for the day, and I love her, y'all. She's an incredible, powerful, beautiful woman. Make some noise, y'all, for my sister, my girl, Chloe Spencer. Hi, honey. We've wanted this to happen. It's just life is life. And so today is the special time of the year. Hence my yes. hat. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Chloe has some experience. See, believe in your own magic. I did it on purpose. Chloe yes, has some experience with one of the most incredible films out for this holiday season, Jingle Jangle. So she's the perfect guest for today's episode. And we're going to talk about all of that. But first, y'all, you know, we like to start our day off. Chloe, it's important that we give glory to God. And that my Amen. people, my girls, scripture reference. And Chloe will tell you because she can sing you to Jesus too. But I'm just gonna tell you right now, we gotta have some type of word for the week. So this don't is put the, me on the spot with this. I won't. I promise <laughs> I won't. If you ever feel led throughout the show, go ahead and do what you gotta do if you feel led. But no. <laughs> For this scripture, we like to go through prayer on the spot, y'all. Make sure you follow my prayer ministry. And today's scripture, it is also powerful because our episode is all about discussing loneliness or feeling like you are alone or lonely. There's a difference, and we're going to talk about that difference. But first, I want to reference this scripture that I think is going to be very helpful for those who might be struggling with loneliness throughout this holiday or these holiday seasons. Chloe, go ahead and get your Bible, girl, and turn to the book of James, chapter 4, verse 8. Oh, you know the scripture. Okay, no. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe, you don't have to get your Bible for real. But um, yes, this scripture comes from James 4 and 8, y'all. And it says this. It's very simple. Draw near to God. And guess what, y'all? He will draw near to you. It's that simple. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. And I bring this scripture up when we talk about not feeling alone, because there is truly a fulfillment, y'all, that happens. It's, it's, it's really indescribable what happens when you decide to just dig a little bit deeper with your relationship with Jesus. And, and what happens is when you truly seek to feel the presence of God when you're alone, okay, when you're by yourself, that is how I think there's a tangible feeling that comes to you so that you don't necessarily feel lonely. So there's a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. And that's what we're going to talk about later. But this scripture is beautiful because I notice when I do what everything I can, Chloe, to like to get close to God, when I'm in here by myself or when I'm in the car by myself, or maybe I'm traveling alone. And when I do my praise and worship or my prayers and I'm pressing a little bit more, I feel like he fulfills that little, he fills that little space that's Absolutely. in there that makes me feel like, you know, you're by yourself because you ain't really by yourself ever. He's always right. There. So right, right. I just want y'all to do that, particularly this week. Pray about that. Put that in your hearts. You know, I know from experience, I know my sis can attest to this too, that he is there with you in the times that you think you're alone, my loves. I'm telling you, there is a strong presence and it's available. 
to you. So we're going to go ahead and keep this thing going. I'm not going to preach too long because we got a lot to talk about. I got my girl with me. So the first thing we like to do when we have a special guest co-host on is something called Quick Three with Jay Marie because it's just a girl talk. Hey, that's what it is. So I want them to hear these things coming from you so they can get to know you a little more. And just to see why I love this woman who is not just a producer. She's a writer, singer. She can act. She can too. I don't know what else you got going on, but I know I can name four to five of them and y'all just need to keep up because there'll be more and we'll talk more about that. But number one, we're going to get to know you. And this is the time where I actually have to be quiet after you answer the question. (laughs) This is my most difficult part. Um, (laughs) So first question. Okay. Chloe, out of the point three with Jay Marie. Yes. If you have one option of entertainment, the only thing you get to do forever, which one would you choose? Music or movies? See, I think my answer is a little bit of a cheat. I would say movies because there's music in movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if... You got me. That's good. I mean, I... The, I don't know if that's, I mean, considering I just came off of a music hall, so that might be cheating. <laughs> but I'm going to say movies. And I thought I was tricking you. I thought I was tricking you because I was like, oh, this should be hard. I know she loves the movies. Oh, I, oh, I love me some music. You but know. you know what? You win with that answer. You're right. <laughs> the tricks are you, Jennifer. <laughs> absolutely i love that answer that's such a good idea because yes okay you win so i can't say much we keep going quick three is what it is so number two says chloe who is your favorite person in the world and why lord um it's hard to choose one person and it just i mean okay and here i don't want to I'm gonna say God, and um, and I know He's not a person. I know He's a spirit. Girl, you ain't gotta explain that to me. But the reason why I say that is because He brings so many amazing people into my life. It's hard for me to say one specific person. I mean, sitting here talking to you, you know, we've known each other for years, and I don't care if we've seen we. It could go a year or two that we haven't seen each other, but it's like we saw each other yesterday. when we see each other and I don't take that for granted so every person who's in my circle my family you know close friends or friends who you know you know who are just close to me maybe not in proximity but in spirit are all my favorite people and I take no one for granted so I don't know if that's also a kind of like a cop-out answer but I love your cop-out answers it really is a good cop-out answer I hope people share the same sentiment. Y'all need to find the heart that she's speaking with right now. I wasn't even thinking like that, but it's so real. It's so real. And I got to stop because I'm about to keep going. Okay, that's my my seat. Thank you, Chloe. And we received that answer. Question number three. This one is going to be interesting. What was the most challenging thing about 2020, this year, 2020 for you? Um, I would say finding, finding my rhythm in the silence, Mm -hmm. which 
I know there are some people who were like, you know, there's a lot of downtime and you should be able to do X, Y, and Z. But there was something, I'm, a, I'm someone who's constantly on the go. And it's from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. So having to be forced to kind of be still for a second <laughs> was different for me and trying to figure out what to do in that silence. And like you were saying earlier, um, you know, again, God helped me through that and, 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 and focusing when I, when I've said, okay, look, I'm obviously to be quiet and be still for a second in a moment so that I can give him more attention and so that I can strengthen that connection. And I, and things started to make more sense to me when I focused more on him and not on the silence and not on the, you know, the pause and the break of it all. So, yeah, I think that I it took you know, that. to figure it out. It's <laughs> real. No, sis, that's good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. And see y'all, it's not just you that felt that way. Some of us were like, oh, hey, what? And we still are there. So a lot of people, because unless like you have been blessed to still keep keep doing things and being active. And so it is true that if you're not able to do that, it gets kind of tricky like okay uh i gotta sit down like wait what because i don't like sitting still that's the last thing i want to do <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i feel like i need to be productive in some sort and for me sitting still isn't productive although it really is because we need to restore ourselves girls um yeah yeah that uh so we'll keep going because i want to get right into this uh chloe first and foremost everyone you already know every week we really like to push something and this week it is still going to be create the change because y'all Y'all gonna see this on the 23rd 1st and we are doing our event on the 24th so those of you who have not had an opportunity to either donate if you want to donate financially if you have warm clothes if you want to get somebody to come and pick something up from you last minute we're all about doing that i'm looking forward to the event please follow create the change our operation is this time is warming up the park this is our fifth annual event where we go out and we are going to be COVID friendly, warming up the park. It's about to be very, very tedious and intense, but we on assignment. We gotta do what we gotta do. So thank you so much for everybody supporting right now and make sure that you continue to give to somebody somewhere because there is somebody who needs it. Now, we're gonna keep it moving, Chloe, because I got too many questions to ask you and I don't wanna miss none of this time. Today, Chloe, we talking about being alone, but not being lonely. And I want them to understand the difference. So I have, I have to define this, Chloe. I want to make sure we're being clear. So alone is defined as just having no one else present. Mm -hmm. Being lonely, it, show, it states that it's sad. You're, being, you're sad because one has no friends or company. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a different statement. So what I took from this was simply this. Whenever you talk about being alone, it's that like, like right now I'm alone in my room. I'm alone. Whenever I get off this call with you, I'll be alone. It's going to be quiet. It'll be chill. Nobody's here. I'm cool. Right. One includes an emotion or the result of being alone. And so that's what I want to talk about today because I want us to be able to counter this thing because there are mm -hmm. so many people. And at times I've been lonely 
and it's different from being alone because it's like dang i think i'm uh, yeah. i feel some type of way that i'm by myself right now it's like that's the danger a little bit because you can go into depression or you can start feeling less than and thinking something's wrong with you or why I'm, why doesn't why don't i have friends or why don't people want to mm-hmm. be bothered with me and i don't want y'all to feel that way so we're going to talk about this and what we can do to counter that um first and foremost one, one of the tips that I found, because I've done some research on this just to help y'all. And one thing is rekindling relationships that you may have abandoned that were not bad. Chloe, have you ever had an experience where you're like, dang, I forgot how much I like this person and y'all happen to pick back up where you left off or any experience with being by yourself and wanting to figure out a way to fill that, that spot of, of that loneliness or possibly a loneliness later on? You know what? And that's, it's funny because for me, I think 2020 was the first time that I really kind of experienced that because I'm a, I'm a bit of a hermit. I'm a bit of a loner. So people who are even, you know, my closest of friends know that I can go MIA, but you know, they're my close friends because they understand it. And, and they're generally like that too. So I don't really have that sense of people, but in terms of needing to be around people, but 2020 kind of cut even that off. So yeah, I did find myself making phone calls more to, you know, to people and, you know, trying to FaceTime more to people and things because you do get into this silence and you're just kind of like, where is everybody? (laughs) That's what it was. That this year for me was that, and I am just, you described me as well to a T and I'm sure there's other girls out there that are like that where I, because we do so much it's okay for me to be here by myself for a minute. I'm cool. But this year, I think it's because I couldn't hug people like I wanted to. Yeah. I'm like, it was different. If it was just, like you said, I've been FaceTiming more. I found myself being more hands-on. And when I did get around people, I was like, dang, I'm actually like kind of happy to be around somebody right now. It yeah. was like, what? Because that hugging thing like. was different for me. That hugging thing was because I'm a hug, you know, I'm a hug. You, you like me. You're a hug. I remember, oh my God, when when it first started, it was like, you know, when, you know, maybe early April. And I remember going to the grocery store and I saw um someone who um used to go to church with us. And I was looking and she was in and I was like, oh my God. And then we both kind of were like, <laughs> and it was just, it was the weirdest thing. And then so finally she just came, she said, you know what? because we were masked up and we had our we both had on shields and everything and she was like I got the hug and I was like I got the you know that that connection so that hugging thing yeah that one was a that was no I didn't know I had no idea that I was gonna need need that like want that and I'm like because my mama like I haven't hugged my mama and I hug my mama like when I see my mom I we doing corona bumps because like and I tested and everything but you just yeah you just don't that's my mama too, girl. You know, I'm like, listen now, because I know your mother works in the field. So I know you, you understand. Yeah. Gotta- yeah. I mean, I'm actually still with my parents at their, their house now. I, um, been here for a minute. I was doing a film and then I just decided to stay. Cause I was like, why go back? And then, you know, holidays are coming up and we're quarantined in the house. Yep. Like we, when we come out of the rooms, we are masked up. Yeah. The only time we don't have on a mask. So it's even not being able to see someone's full face. Nice. You don't even the realize smile. how. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it's right. This this brings about a loneliness. Even when we're with the people, we still feel lonely. I'm, 
forgot where I was. But no, we still feel lonely. So it, it happens. And so y'all, this is why, girls, I want y'all to listen because you're not alone in the sense of being lonely. Like we know are feeling alone or being alone and not being able to hug and get that that touch and that love that she used to get. So another another tip, Chloe, that I that I've learned, um, and I've also learned that from experience, but just researching serving others. I bring this up almost every episode. It seems like sure, but yes. other people helping other people, even if it's a virtual assistance now, because you can't go out. Perhaps you can. There's so many parents right now that are in need of any kind of relief when it comes to assisting their their kids with schoolwork. Maybe that's something you do. Maybe you find some um older home or you can maybe read books virtually or you who, whatever it is. There's a way for you to still be of assistance if you're not comfortable going out into the world and, and assisting in the middle of this pandemic. But get involved so that you can get that off of you. It feels good to give back. It's One thing that I did, and it doesn't have to be, and sometimes people think, and because I, I know I did at one point, it had to be this big grand, you know, I'm touching millions of people gesture. And it's like, even if it's one person, one thing that we did over Thanksgiving was, unfortunately, I know quite a few people that um, have got the virus. Um, and so, you know, during Thanksgiving, I knew about three people, three, four people that weren't able to go out and, you know, grocery shop and make their meals and everything because they were in with COVID. And so me and my family got together and we made them care packages. And so we made them food and we took it there, you know, and gave them food so that they could have that because they were just like, I can't even, you know, I can't even get up. Like it's, you know, so in the, and even in just that, it really, um, like you said, being of service, helping someone else, it, it really, really does help. Yeah, y'all. So you heard what she just said. Christmas is coming up. You guys are going to hear this before Christmas. I encourage you, if you know somebody, I actually know somebody, which that's a, now just gave me the idea, but I know people not so know somebody that has it right now. And it's like, if you know people in that situation, you can drop it off outside and move on about your way. But please pray about what you can do to be a blessing to somebody. Yeah. Another thing that I'm going to say, and this is a, it's a, it's a simple thing too, kind of similar, but becoming a part of a small group, and especially throughout 2020, it's more common to get a, a thing that you could do virtually as well through Zooms, through Google, uh, Google Teams. You guys getting in a Bible study, a women's group. Recently, my mother joined Toastmasters and it has been incredible. So there's so many new things that you can do online. This helps cope with that feeling of loneliness where you're now even adventuring out and you're opening up your network. So when the world does open back up, you have a whole new set of friends. So mm -hmm. find something, whether it's Bible study, whether it's Toastmasters, whether it's a group that you could become a part of virtually right now. And that will also assist with some of that, that lonely feeling that you might be having throughout the holidays or throughout this year and that to come. The last thing is this i know i love this part move your booties now exercising uh, that's one of the easiest ways okay this is something that requires no assistance from anybody else lately i found myself doing lots of twerking <laughs> i've been in here twerking club i'm trying to yes. keep yeah the girl so you i better come out here and i'm getting in body yada 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 Yes, in a, in a dress, in a dress. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. You better get it together. Get them down. Right. Honey, I 
I'm trying to tell you because I'm coming out of this quarantine or whatever y'all want to call it. It's going to be a different leg. Leg day is going to look different for me. So no, I have truly been exercising like crazy and it's kind of getting crazy actually, but it's helping me. And I don't mean that from just the lonely side of it. It's just my body, the anxiety, all these different things that might've tried to come up throughout this season, this year of craziness. It's helped. So find your thing. Like I like to dance because I'm not a dancer. <laughs> you know, I'm a dance for me, but um, yeah. dance. I like to skate, so I skate. You know, I like to run sometimes, but I prefer hiking, so I'll do that. But if you can't get outside, find your little workout on YouTube. Do something, but move or stuff around the house. Like, yes, like redecorate a room or something. That's one thing that I'm. Girl, I'm a full-fledged painter now. My <laughs> I got four rooms in here that I want. And we were like, we ain't inviting no painters in here because it's COVID times. I got on YouTube. It's so fun. I got on YouTube and I I'm pretty, pretty good. Like look at me. Now I'm like, do you got a picture or something that you painted? Uh, yeah, I got see some pictures. I got some before and afters. <laughs> I mean, Yes, I got some before. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay you definitely want to see. And actually, you can text me one and we'll post it at, as we speak. Yeah. I'll add it on the back end. Because yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Speaking of your creative side, since we just finished number four. And y'all, that's four tips. Simple, simple. It releases endorphins when you work out that give you this happy thing. And it does something to your brain. It does something for your body. So please try one of these four tips. You don't have to be lonely. You might feel like stuff is going cray cray, but let's correct that sad spirit and let's bring it into something with some more joy and happiness by doing one of those things. Just try it. Let me know how it works out. Now, speaking of being creative, because I think painting, that, that has to be one because it also gives you this type of release and you get to share work with your B side, your right side of the brain and use that creative side. And my sister here. Mm. When I tell you, you do a little bit of everything. So Chloe was a part of one of the biggest projects to me, uh, black movies slash musicals slash Christmas projects. This year, Jingle Jangle came out and it's incredible and everybody loves it, including Rotten Tomatoes, which gave it 90%, Chloe. <laughs> Hello. Can you just share with the girls, like, what was your role um, on this project? Um, so I have been working with David and Lynn Sisson Talbert since forever. Um, David Talbert is uh, the writer, director, producer um, of Jingle Jangle and Lynn Sisson Talbert, his wife, is um, the producer for Jingle Jangle. And so I came in to basically assist them. Um, I almost didn't make it because they were going, the, the studio wasn't quite sure where I fit in because we shot this over in London. And so they were very, very specific about how many people they would bring over to the United States. And so I wanted to come in under a, you know, a bigger title, but, you know, David and Lynn fought for me. They were like, well, they'll let you come in under this title. Um, do you still want to come? And I'm just so glad, guys, sometimes you got to put ego aside and you just have to move because so much has come out of me going and being a part of this project in this way. Um, so just, just a, a Take the nugget. Okay. So, yeah, so I've been, I've worked with them for over 16 years on different projects. And so this was something that was 20 years in the making um, for David. He started writing this 20 years ago. And throughout the time that I've been working with them, he would just pull it out and say, you know, let's work on Jingle Jangle a little bit. And it actually was supposed to be um, a theater 
piece. It was supposed to go on stage first. Yeah, and I then his that. wife, Lynn, was like, you know what, let's just make it a film. And then from there, you know, Netflix picked it up and, and it's, it's just, it's been and amazing. It's, it's incredible and it's beautiful. It's beautifully choreographed. The music is bomb as ever. I'm just like, oh, it's a, it's a classic. And, and when it comes to that, what would you say? Cause I don't, I couldn't imagine what it was like. Cause I've worked on sets as talent. I haven't really done much of the work behind the scenes, but I know what they have to go through. Yeah. How, what was a day like, or could you tell us what was one of the most challenging things working on the project? Oh gosh. Um, it was a lot of um, research. And, and again, it was, it was, I think one of the most challenging things was it was a lot of firsts for a lot of people, okay. even for Netflix. This was Netflix's first musical. They've oh. never done a musical. Yeah, this is Netflix's first musical. So, you know, on that front, you know, pulling together the, the right team to make that happen was something that was new for Netflix. Um, it was new um, for David Lynn and I because, you know, of course, we've done plays. Um, people seen the plays, you know, that we've done throughout the years, but doing a musical on screen with the dancing, you know, with, you know, all the, the music and, and then the CGI was a very challenging part as well it was something that we also didn't do before. What is the CGI? Um, so it's the computer generated images. So ah. that's like the buddy and the Don Juan. Um, so those that's were, it. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. Ah, that had to be, and then you had to make the stuff around that match the computer generated images. I'm sure, yeah. which I can't. My brain yeah. doesn't even think that far out yet to know how you guys make that work. <laughs> but that alone is like, ooh. It's a process. It's a process. And having to learn that on the spot, you know, there were no classes that we took prior to going to London oh. and doing this. It was like, you know, pre-production hits. Okay. You know, the, but the, 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 the whole team um, um, at Framestore, the, that's the company that actually did all of the CGI and, and all that. They, they were amazing, awesome to work with. That is so cool. And I just think it's so cool because that is one of the little things that I don't think people pay attention to until you hear it from a person that was BTS behind the scenes. Yeah. And so one of my questions then would also be for them, can you just describe like from, from the beginning to the end is like short snippets of it, but like the beginning of the end, like what did you do from the second that you came on set to like how long were you ending up on set before you even got to go home? Because I know shoot days can be long, just a normal film. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole process was about a two year process. Um, and uh, from the uh, development of the script into pre-production into the physical production into post-production was about two years. Um, me personally, what I did was a lot of research um, because of course this was a time that was in um, the early, excuse me, the late 1800s to early 1900s. So there was a lot of research that we had to do before we hired on the department heads of what do we want the clothes to look like? What do we want the hair to look like? What do we want the, and Lynn is, Lynn is extremely um, the aesthetic mind for that. So I assisted her with a lot of that and doing the research on, okay, these are the types of shapes that we want for the dresses. These are the types of hairstyles that we want. We all, we knew we wanted, you know, um, natural hair. So um, also um, script development is also one of the things that I do. So I, you know, sit down with David a lot. And so we'll chop away at the script and say, okay, are we filling this area, this section, you know, developing the characters more. Um, uh, I, I like to do the little Easter egg type things in the film. So, um, little ideas like the stores in the town 
were all named after black innovators or black um, inventors. That was one of my ideas. And so I had to research. I the noticed the names. That's what I, okay, good. Because I'm like, oh, this looks like it met. This makes sense now. See, this is stuff I wouldn't have even paid attention to until I <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's it's a, it's something different every day because it was a musical um, and we had a lot of um, dancers on set mm -hmm. watching the dancers for um, uh, the the lip syncing. That was one of the things that I did um, with the music department because what you rehearse sometimes isn't necessarily what the act what the dancer is going to actually sing when the camera's on them. So if they rehearse the different line, you know, in the rehearsals, but the camera's on them for another a crossing line that 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 overlaps that line, then you got to run in there. You got to say, okay, this is the line. This is you know, this is the camera's on you at this angle, this point. You know, so those days, I never sat down. I can't um, imagine, girl. You didn't have to yeah. do no shaking and twerking. You did all your exercises. <laughs> right it was it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot of work. That is a whole lot. So where did you watch it? Like once everything was completed, where did you get, get to sit down and watch the final project? You know, I was here. When, when it was yeah because I had already started working on another project so I didn't go to the the very very end of um post-production I had jumped on another project so I was here and uh, excuse me here you, you're in LA you don't know where here is I'm in DC right now okay um so yeah so I watched it um I, I, I had already seen we had done a premiere um well not a premiere but we had done a screening in February right before the COVID you know uh -huh. shutdown um, so I had seen it then, but I, but between February and right before it came out, I'd seen more and more bits and pieces of it. Um, but I didn't see the whole. I wanted. I said, you know what? Since I'm already on another project, I'm, I don't want to see too too much. So let me just right. wait and everybody, you know. So some of the CGI I hadn't even seen um, before it actually went, yeah, to net to Netflix for everyone to see. Yeah. And and then I just have a couple more questions and I want you to tell us what you're working on coming up because are doing or that you can't share. So really quick, what thoughts went into your head? Like when you watch it, do you watch it as like an audience member or do you still watch it as the person that was on the, the, the producer side of it or the, the production side? Can you take yourself away and watch it? <laughs> Absolutely. And it was for us to do that um, because this, this film is, is for everyone, mm -hmm. but we went into it with, um, you know, the the little black girl and the little black boy in mind, and giving them something that we didn't see. One of the things that I told David, I said, you know, what was so important about the natural hair um, was because I remember being a little girl and watching, you know, Annie and watching um, the Wizard of Oz and watching all these, you know, these different types of films with these beautiful little girls. They didn't look like me, and I can remember putting pillowcases or towels over my head to try and wrapping around my head to make it seem like I had this long flowy hair. But to see these little girls who can now, when they say my, my hair like journey or mommy do my hair like, you know, like Jessica, they can actually do their hair. Oh. And so for me, it, it is it is definitely something that you know i was proud to be a part of because i'm being in a position to give something to the next generation that we didn't have growing up representation is so very real so and you don't really realize how much you need it until you get it 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I asked that question because that answer, I was never expecting to hear that. And that's exactly right about representation and you representing for the girls and you representing for the women of color doing all of the above. Uh, tell us what else is happening, Chloe. What else can we either be prepared to see? I know you, I think you just came out with another one that you can maybe share and where they can watch it, but please let us know what else is coming up because this is the kind of person, y'all, that you got to keep your eyes on. Chloe going to sneak up. Just like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, but she's been my friends. Look, she's been my friends. <laughs> this, look, it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> She did, my friend. No, please let us know what you're doing and where what's where we can keep our eyes out for. Um, so I finished. Um, like I said, I came out to DC to work on another project called the Christmas Lottery, and that's showing on BET. Very fun, um, dramedy. Uh, it was starring Reginald Bell Johnson. If you don't know the name, but it's uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters, Asia. Candace Bassett from the Real Housewives of Potomac. So we had a really nice, fun cast, and it's airing on BET now. Um, it premiered about a week ago. And so um, on that particular project, it's my first full co-producing um, title on a feature. So, yeah, so, so you know, and I, I came out here, you know, shout out to Octet Productions, Chuck and Brie West for inviting me along that journey. And, um, yeah, so I'm just pushing and, you know, so, you know, starting to write my own material and <clears throat> <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> Not that that was a don't forget to call me statement, but anyhow. Listen, you better keep glowing and shining and all of the above. I love and appreciate you for taking the time to talk to my girls. And we just like to see you keep blowing up, man. You keep being a light. You've always been a light, Chloe. You've always been a yeah. blessing. And it's just, add, God just adding more. He's just giving them more. And I'm loving the ride. I, I can sit here and cheer for you the whole way. So thank you please, so much. Please, please just know we appreciate you for being here um you guys all her information as you can already see is on the screen so you can find her if she wants you to find her um but no uh please make sure you support, support her movie support her everything because she can do it all y'all and i promise you she's a genuine person just a loving person and we love you chloe i love you so thank much you thank you so here. much for the invitation i had fun i hope Hey, everybody, thank you so much for watching. My girls, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Chloe, for being here. And y'all, it's going to go down. Please have a Merry Christmas. I know people funny about Christmas. I'm going to say it like this. I, I know Christmas is made up. All I know is this. We celebrating Jesus. I don't care. I was like, anything to get Jesus some some glory? Nothing. Ho, 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 then. I'm like, whatever. That's, that's like, okay. So y'all better on Christmas. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you, I, I'm the leader of not wanting to celebrate nothing fake. But guess what? When it comes to season, y'all attitudes have changed and Jesus is getting his shine on. So go ahead and celebrate that. Okay? And love on whoever you can love on if they're with you. I love y'all so much. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. And I hope we helped you out. So you got to remember, you can be alone, but you ain't lonely, honey. We here with you, okay? I'm your girl, Jay Marie. And you're watching and listening to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. Thank you again, Chloe. Mwah. We love y'all. Bye.